episode 17 of the nation's favorite hidden camera game show. My guest this week is Dan Pitt. He plays guitar. He's putting out a record. He's getting married. And we talk about it. Knockout Ginger, episode 17. Email me at knockoutginger at gmail.com. F all the haters. I, I remember, I think, I think a while ago we had a conversation about, I think it was when you just got back in town and you talked about how much Toronto is like a super happening place. Like, Correct. Yeah, like like this is the place to be. And and I don't think I I really really clicked with that right away. But I feel like uh, being away for the summer and being back here right now, I can definitely see the pull on that and. Uh, after being a little more active in terms of uh, shows in that in the past couple months I I think uh, well yeah I think this is a pretty sweet place to be um, in terms of musicians it's so great yeah there's so much shit going on um, we so got stoked a, we got a lot of good people here so many two of them are on your record yes uh Alex Fournier and Nick Frazier uh, not only two really great people who are great band leaders and musicians in their own, on their own but um, uh, two people who really give back to the community here I think and and really try to be inclusive of musicians and particularly young musicians that are trying to get into the creative music scene uh, free improv scene and and just weird music in general and be open to that and uh, it's really great that they do that and and the, it's not just them I mean there are, there are a number of people doing that here but I got a question yeah uh, you just said creative music scene what do you mean I guess uh, I guess this I guess it kind of goes is me no no you a... you totally are because I, I've I've gotten this question a bunch of times I never know exactly what people mean when they say that you want to know what it's like I don't always know what I mean when I say it either but I think it's just like anytime you're trying to make music that you can't exactly say is like this kind of music or this kind of music and entails like to me it entails some kind of like uh off shooting of of like improvisation or free improvisation um you know like so I don't I don't really know too when I say it it's just it's just a it's just a thing that stuck and was like yeah this is kind of a thing that I can think of because it's like you know it, it's a situation where like you write a piece but it could be like oh fill in the blanks for the harmony the melody uh, a section of the piece you know it's like a through composed head but the solos are open um, and I didn't I didn't really know like what to classify that as because it, it drew from a bunch of things and genres can be kind of fu- like fucking stupid sometimes you know not to be too blunt 
but like it's all just music at the end of the day so, but anyways like that that was just something i mean i don't claim to be an expert on anything are you sure yes i'm an expert of nothing uh probably not even that but not even uh that guy's hailing you you gonna pick him up no huh? okay oh uh, that guy was hailing you for a ride guess what <laughs> what not a fucking taxi <laughs> but yeah i don't know i mean i mean like i don't know what i mean i don't always know what i mean by creative music and it's like a pretty up in the air thing but why are you like i've, I've talked to some people about this and they've been like pretty upset when i when i call something creative music upset yes huh well i mean I, i'm you definitely didn't upset me okay i just get confused i don't know exactly what uh, yeah, neither and that was I. that was more me being like a, like I kind of knew what you meant, like, but it like was the me other, the making other tr- you. A- Sorry, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> ah, fuck. We that was me the- just kind of making you explain it to the people who are listening if they're not in the loop. I've started, you know, for for doing like I for the past month I've been doing uh, my own publicity for this record coming out, and I've 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 grown to use the term experimental jazz trio because I feel like that is a little more. Like people can expect it to have jazz elements, and and then be like, okay, well they're like trying new things. Like maybe this sounds more folkish or more ECMish or sounds more like a metal track, you know. So it's like, you know, like because yeah. because because one of my biggest influences, uh, Sam Amidon, is he, he you know his, his records are referred to as experimental folk. And sometimes too, it's like I'll listen to his recordings, and although it's a folk song, he'll have like distorted guitar and uh, avant-garde drums going on in the back, and it's like, well, shit. It's like, you know, I don't know what to call this, but yeah, I like it. And it's creative, and that could also be referred to as creative music. I don't, in my opinion, but you know, it's kind of up to whatever the listener is. I mean, it, it genres are just a title. It doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day i mean bill frizzell's gone as a jazz musician for his almost his whole career i think but like you listen to that and it's like you hear so much more than just you know a jazz foundation so yeah i don't really know i don't know it's uh yeah it's a slippery yeah yeah it's just like you kind of just got to take it at face value and like just get on with your life you know are we in scarborough I really hope not, because it's going to be a, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a time to get back, but... I don't know where we are. I don't know where we are either. <laughs> I, what do you... What's your next thing coming up? Release show? Yeah. Tour? Yeah, well, I said the release is on October 21st, Monday, October 21st, election day. Red Art Music Hall. Right, but you don't have anything before then? Not really, No. Uh, no, I, I've been working on getting a solo record together for like the longest, like longer than I'd like to admit. Um, can I offer some comments, commentary? I'd be, I'd be insulted if you didn't. Uh, I was, I worked on my solo record for like maybe a year and a half. Yeah. And I just like couldn't get it right. Mm Mm-hmm doing things over overdubbing fucking around with sounds getting people to like 
check it out and like taking it to places listening on other speakers and like nothing was right mm-hmm. and then one day I was practicing in my parents basement and I just thought like I'm feeling really good today yeah feel this feels awesome so I set up microphones in my parents bathroom and I recorded like 34 minutes of music mm-hmm. straight through yeah and then a week later I released it as a record what was like, the what was the um what was the what was the um context of your like tunes arrangements nothing improv improv okay. yeah so like i i think it's just going to happen and you can't and like don't rush it but one day it'll just be ready to go and you'll know i think one thing is uh i tried to record I, I think I tried to basically do the same thing you did uh, was your record did you do any electric bass or was it all up, it was up, all upright but there's some electronic like I did yeah. some like post production but like around. you weren't did you plug into an amp or did you just no. like put a mic up just mics see the, the problem like I tried to do exactly what you're saying minus the bathroom like I, I did amp in a closet like thing rented some mics. amp in a closet is that an R. Kelly song? oh no it's trapped in a closet you're close that's a six parter oh it's way more than six parts it's like yeah. a fucking 24 parter uh I'm telling you <laughs> hell if I know say what you will about uh, R. Kelly that is a captivating piece of art. Yeah, no. That's I, of the I mean, most ridiculous. I mean, it's pretty. It's like a rap ha, opera. Have, have you have you uh, R and B opera? I don't have know. you ever heard the Weird Al parody of it called "Stuck in the Drive Through"? <laughs> no. You should really listen to "Stuck in the Drive Through." I think you'd really. I if if uh, trapped in the closet really we, are we in Hamilton? What just happened here? <laughs> if if it really if it really clicked with you, I think stuck in the drive-through will will uh, put you over the edge because it's a uh, no. We're fine. Where uh, where are we? I know where we are now. Do you? Yeah. Just we're, drove under we're, the Don Valley. Yeah, we're just going. In the, we're in uh, Rosedale or something like that, but. I uh, I walked through this neighborhood once. Who were we talking about before R. Kelly? Amp in a closet. Oh yeah, so the solo thing. <laughs> I tried. Uh, yeah, fuck. So I so I tried to do it myself, and I I don't know minimal equipment and like minimal experience. It just it just didn't never sounded right, and I mean. When you're going from guitar to pedalboard to amp, there's all these things to consider too, and um, especially when you're recording more so than when you're playing live. And uh, I just there was always just things I was really fidgeting about, like a, uh, a sound coming from the amp or the pedals or the guitar, and uh, I was just never happy with it. And I freaked out about it. And I did it for about a week. Uh, simultaneously, I would record acoustic guitar with uh, a stereo microphone and it was amazing uh, and that was super easy but the electric part I was like no so I kind of actually sold my interface just recently and I, I've just been like hanging it up uh, yeah <laughs> yeah until further no or like downsizing because I had a pr- I had a pretty like 
You know, I probably could have recorded my trio uh, by myself with minimal mics. Uh, oh, I teach just right over there. You dropped me off here once. At China Feast? No, yeah, exactly, at China Feast. That, what? That was never there. That's brand new. The sign doesn't look new. Uh, the, the least sign on the door says otherwise. Um, anyways. All right, now I have zero idea where we are. I know where we are. You're fine. All right. I mean, yeah, you teach, uh, right? I... I have opted to rely on professionals for my recordings. And I think... It's a trap. Is it? Yeah. Please elaborate. I'm all ears. Just figure out how to do it yourself. I'm telling you. Just do it. Realistically, I know how to do it myself. Well, no. My, my point is more like... Like it wasn't how to, how it to, wasn't working for you. Make it work for you. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, it was a um, yeah. It was a failure on I think my gear send or like something where it's like oh I need maintenance. But it I think it also has to do with like the room and the space. I don't know, but I mean, in terms of like. Having recording abilities at the end of your at, at, at your fingertips at all times is a great feeling. Because again, like you could be having one of those good days and and be like, okay, this is it. Let's just go in and see what happens. But I think it's also important to have those moments where it's like, I only have this day, and whatever happens happens. And. For the record I'm releasing, that that's exactly what that was. Um, it was I had one day to record nine tracks with my trio. Super long day. And uh, for better or for worse, it, it was what it is. For, for whatever that is. And I mean, I'm very happy with... Eight of those made it onto the record. And they, I, I'm very happy with how all of those tracks sound. And uh, I think that's just... Where did you record it? Canterbury? A Canterbury Music Company on uh, Dufferin in Toronto. Anyways, yeah, your record sounds good. Well, I, I was going to say. Thank you. But that I wasn't mean, the point. I, I feel like it was the... Well, in a sense, it, a point was to make music. I mean, yeah, I mean, that wasn't the point of this conversation. I mean, I wasn't like. Yeah, I think it's just like. Like at the end of the, at the end of the day, it doesn't sound that good because I did it in GarageBand and I just used some shitty plugins and like. I mean, we, uh, I, as for, if I'm not mistaken, I think like, I'm pretty sure Rihanna did one of her records in GarageBand and shit. And it's like, Rihanna Grande. Yeah, oh, no, not even close. Oh, left here. <laughs> Get in left. <laughs> Get in the left lane. Do it. Merge. Now we're now we're all fucked up here. Oh fuck. Shout out Rihanna Grande. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh you can do good shit with GarageBand though. I'm turning here. Is that what yeah, you want? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> I feel like I'm stressing you out. No, no, not at all. No, no, no. The listeners can hear you breathing at home. 
Uh, what was the last thing you listened to? Left or right? Left. What the fuck? That was my phone. Sorry. What was the last thing you listened to? Um, a whole bunch of shit. Uh, Chris and I drove back from Montreal today. Yeah. And he was DJ. Chris who? Chris Pruden. Shout, shout out Chris Pruden. Shout out. Uh, the the hundred and twelfth shout out today on the podcast. Uh, check out his episode, car episode number one, with Chris Pruden. Um, we were all over the place. We went on this like run of like all the pop music we like. So we listened to. Uh, Put on Drake. <sighs> No. Okay. Uh, what did we listen to? Sia, Miley Cyrus. Okay. Um, what else? Like, in terms of your day of listening, if you had to pick one thing that really stuck out in, like, the last 24 hours, at least. Sia. Sia. What record? Uh, the first one. 1,000 days... Uh, 10,000 I don't know Okay Got it It's so good It's like It's just incredibly good It's like such powerful music I I wish I could Can you google what it's called? Let me find my phone I dropped it I gotta find it Oh I got it I got Uh, it So Sia is like she had a career because she wrote some great songs for some famous people. Mm-hmm. She was she was like a career writer. Oh yeah, no, I know, I know the whole background with uh, Sia. Um, and like I guess like the first she put some music out. Oh, can you hold on one second? What? What? Hello. Hey, I'm on a podcast right now. Okay. Who's that? Uh, it's Brittany. Oh. Bye. Shout out to my fiance, Brittany Craig. I love you. You guys are getting married? Who's your Mount Rushmore of bass players? We've, I've done this on every episode. Don't you listen? No. I just no. I just have to ask before being asked. <laughs> so you want me to ask you? No! Uh, no, not at all. Uh, these days... Yeah. Uh, it's four, right? Yeah, four. Yeah. Jimmy Garrison, Jimmy Garrison, Jimmy Garrison, Reggie Workman. Oh, wow. Go or don't go. Oh, you want to do this? Okay. Get fucked! <laughs> you want to get over to the... There you go. Yeah, you want... That guy works at Taco Bell. I don't think that's Taco Bell. Sorry. Sorry to see talk. this guy just did it right. He went on to my left. Okay. Wait. What? what? Okay. What? No, no. People will get pissed. Uh, who's your? Who are your four? Again, it changes. Um, nope. Oh, piss off. Uh. Oh fuck! It's raining. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if you feel this way uh, with the bass, but or like, may, maybe because like you're talking from the upright bass. I think when you did that list, but like with the gu- electric guitar or just guitar in general, it's like 
it's such a broad instrument that I freak out when I have to like make a list of like any people, you know? And I think, you know, I think more so I've just been drawn to like, again, like I, I just got this telly built and I've been drawn to a lot of people who play that instrument and inspired by a lot of people who play that instrument, particularly the electric guitar or the Telecaster. So like if I had to give four right now, it would be um Ed Bickert, Andy Summers. The police guy? Yes. Hundred percent. Uh uh, Bill Frizzell and probably recently just cause I saw him like a couple weeks ago Julian Lodge at least there's four people off the top of my head that like it's not the end all end all list but it's like two pe four people that you know are influencing me right now I think um, but yeah, curious and, about Andy and, Summers. Yeah, um, Andy. Uh, yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, who are listening to this, that was like, I feel like most people who listen to this are jazz people. But uh, Andy Summers was the guitarist of the of the British British pop trio, The Police, in the in the early eighties. And, uh, that, I mean, whether, whether you love it or hate it or think it's trash or think it's great, I mean, I, I, uh, those, those, that, those, uh, studio, five studio records cha really changed my life. Um, and, uh... Sting's a pervert. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't know, I'm just saying I, shit. I, I mean, aside There's from a, that... I'm just mostly joking around. I mean... He's a hell of a bass player and singer. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not, uh, it, if you got, uh, it's impolite to talk about people <laughs> if you have nothing nice to say, but, uh, um, I'll also let this guy turn. I'm cool with it. Um, yeah, there, there's just, like, the approach he had to that music and, uh, still, like, because I teach that music to students, too, it, like, it comes back to me as, like, the, the progressions and things they had in those songs by turning were, left here ah uh, yes you are they were they were they were just very different from what other bands at the time were doing particularly uh for those theory nuts uh his use of uh, uh movements in fifths or like quintal harmony and he has some records with robert fripp who's the guitarist of king crimson I didn't know they played together. Yeah, they have a duo record called I Advance Masked, and it's amazing. And it's a lot of... Uh, it's it's actually some pretty incredible... They have a record... They have a track on I Advance Masked called Painting and Dance, and basically one of them is playing in, in a 4-4 four, four meter and one in a 5-4 meter, and they're just, like, matching... Uh, they're just playing a 20-beat cycle until they meet up. And ironically enough, whoever's playing in five is playing chordal harmony and whoever's playing in four is playing quintal harmony. So there's like this whole symmetry and 
and uh, mismatch of fourths and fifths over top of each other. You said a lot of words that I don't know, but I'm going to check that out. Yeah. I, I'm a huge. I'm I, okay. Huge is an overstatement. I really enjoy Robert Fripp. Yeah. Did you go see King, uh, King Crimson when they were here? No. Okay. I'm not that big of a fan. But you're a huge Robert Fripp fan. Yeah. I mean, there was a point in my life where King Crimson. You're gonna Crimson be turning right here, by the way. Fucking blew my mind. Yeah. But I'm kind of over it. There's like. Nowadays, there's like a song or two on each record that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I think Robert Fripp's a badass. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and, and to this day, I think... I mean, again, like, it, I only chose four, but, like, particularly Andy Summers was, I think, too... Um, just, like, the sound he got to and his... Uh, uh, everything he did in, in blending, like, different genres into, like, this British pop band, like, the jazz, the reggae, the rock, and all that, and classical, because he was classically trained, uh, it was just kind of like, wow, it's like, you can do all that, and, like, still be in a pop band, you know, which is, which nowadays, like, you listen to the police, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's whatever, but, I mean, like, I feel like still, in, in some aspects, it, there's a, there's a lot there that, that isn't really brought up anymore, um, so, uh, yeah. Also that... And lots of honking. People need to fucking chill the fuck out. Also, Andy's Telecaster was, like, the first guitar I ever really wanted. And that's kind of where my, the build I did came from. What color was his? Oh, it was a Sunburst. I just wanted a pink one. Kind of because of Yakker Pro, too, but more so I just wanted a pink guitar. Because why the fuck not? Like, how many people play a pink guitar these days? I don't know. Probably Yacob. probably more. Does Jakob have one? Yeah. Also, David Torn. Shout out to the man. The dude. The Yeah. If you don't know who David Torn is... Don't have... Say it! What? What? What were you going to say? Everyone knows who David Torn is. I... King of the goddamn universe. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Um, yeah, he's incredible. The work he did for the Lars and the Real Girl soundtrack, off the hook. And the Friday Night Lights soundtrack, off the hook. Also the, uh, I mean... The Snake Oil records. Yeah. And the Jeff Beck records. records. Oh, right here. The Madonna records. Yeah, seriously. He's he's been all over the fuck goddamn place. Seriously. Uh, also, I, only sorry, only Sky, David Torn, ECM, oh, Mindbender. You're missing out if you haven't heard that. If you hate it, get the fuck out of here. Seriously. Also, uh, I think he worked on a record called A Kill Together. It's a short three-song EP. You can find it on the internet. Oh, uh, I never heard you of it. You can buy it on my website. Oh, oh, right here. Oh, no, yeah. No, totally. I'm joking. It's a good record. Am I turning? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here? No, no, no. Keep going. Uh, and then, yeah, left right here. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so check out David Torn or more than you already have. But seriously, come on. Doesn't look like there's anywhere to park here. 
you'd be screwed. Uh, come up here. Oh, uh, we just crashed all. We're having some technical difficulties. My foot slipped off the brake. Yeah, well, we're all... <laughs> scared the shit this, out this will be the last Knockout Ginger podcast. Uh, I love my wife, fiance, soon to be wife. Who are you getting married to? Oh, I don't know. Who are you going to vote for? Don't answer that. Don't I'd put Don't put this in. should, should... Well, I mean, whatever you do, what you want to. But. It's tough. I know, like technically. But also, you shouldn't put this in the part. I really, actually, don't want this in the, in the part. I don't want to talk about Paul. To I, uh, I mean, talking about voting is one thing, but like, I don't want to like, uh, on a on a broadcast thing, say, oh, who should you vote for? That was just kind of a joke. Well, we're keeping it in. Um. Oh, uh, but seriously, <laughs> cut it. Yeah, it's a shit show. Yeah, I mean, like, but also, like, people our age don't vote either, that's the which, thing. Is, which is a thing. And I, I think too, it's like, well, we're also on the subject. I mean, today just happened to be the day that the climate strike happened, uh, where it was like the downtown was flooded with uh, mostly youth being like, well, you're everyone older than me is killing my planet, and I don't want that. And if anything, like, I kind of hope that that provokes, like, youth. Obviously, like, a lot of them down there are, like, probably too young to vote. But it's, like, I hope it, like, by the time they're able to vote, it's, like, they'll be, like, yeah, I'm not going to sit on the sidelines and actually do something about, you know, this shit. Because it's, like, I think part of being, like, oh, I'm not going to vote because what does it matter is just, like... I fucking hate everyone. Yeah, I mean, they're... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that's the problem here. yeah no like it's impolite to talk shit about people if you don't have nothing nice to say and but uh were you gonna were you gonna talk shit about no not at all because i have nothing nice to say oh yeah but um uh but uh, yeah i honestly don't know um and uh i think i'm pretty sure there are six parties running. There, there are six leaders running for prime minister. There's six. There's six. Conservative, liberal, NDP, Green Party, Bloc, uh, and People Party. People Party of Canada. It's white nationalists. Is that two different things? Uh, no, it's one, and it it's like a white oh. nationalist thing. People Party of Canada. People Party of Canada. Yeah, I'm not make, I wish I could be making this shit up. Well, I mean... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, this has been the uh, political car ride with Dan Pitt. Episode number 17 of Knockout Ginger. My guest this week is Mike Descant. He's rude, he's crude, he's driving a car, he's in your face. We're going to talk about it. Email me at knockoutginger.com. F all the haters. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, cool. Should I hire me on? <laughs>